The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Okay, it's time to discuss the music of the year with John Cadell and D. Ready. But before we do so, I think we should mention, I think an icon of British music from the late 70s, early 80s has died at the early age of 63, John. Terry Hall of the Specials. Yeah, sort of uh, flew under the radar for a lot of his career by choice. I think he always looked distinctly uncomfortable on stage. But um, of course, the groundbreaking, uh, groundbreaking band, the Specials, that he formed in 77, um, most famously known, I guess, for Ghost Town in 1981, but also a fabulous back catalogue. They only released two albums proper mm. uh, in their lifetime and split up indeed when I think Ghost Town was still at number one in the UK charts. But, you know, you've got the likes of Too Much, Too Young. Um, that would be my favourite special yeah, track. A message to you, Rudy, Gangsters. I mean, the album, the debut album is uh, still rightly held up as one of the greatest, um, not only because the songs are so good, but because of the uh, the mixture of styles that they had in it between ska and pop and of course a multicultural band as well you know they, they sort of they they walked it like they talked it um, Big time yeah and, and the record label that they had as well Two-tone. would have had other artists yeah. that kind of espoused the same sort of ethos which was pretty amazing for the time yeah. there's a really good Channel 4 documentary um, that looks at different aspects of life in the 80s it's called Made in the 80s uh, Decade That Shaped Our World and there's a, a whole section in it where they look at the success of Ghost Town being at the top of the charts but at a really critical moment in the UK when there was those race riots happening. Um, Yeah, yeah, and like that was obviously I literally missed it because I wasn't alive yet but it was actually quite amazing to see that music playing alongside the news footage and just how how reflective it was of the period. Let's hear a little bit of Ghost Town. Specials on Ghost Town from 1981, I think mm. it was. OK, let's move to 2022 and your favourite albums. You have two albums in common. I'm going to start with you, D. You've picked Beyonce. Ah, yeah, sure. We'd have to, Matt. We dedicated a whole section to this w- when it came out. But yeah, it's it's one of those ones because I know when we spoke about it when it was uh, released earlier this year, you when you listen to it and when you're reviewing it in the moment, you do actually think to yourself, would this make my picks of the year and um, at the time I absolutely maintained that it would and I stand by that like I think Break My Soul which is probably the biggest single from the album um, is absolutely like one of the bangers of the year and is 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 still getting great great radio play and it's one that we'll be listening to for many years to come. I absolutely loved the full album though and I thought like I really liked how she managed to tap into different types of black music scenes and 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 kind of 
reclaim them in some cases because I know she got a lot of flack for for the house music song that she has on it but actually house music started um, as part of it yeah exactly Um, so yeah I just I think it's it's one of those albums that you can listen to in its entirety and it, it just really holds up and I think a lot of the, um, this is one of the two albums, incidentally, that we, we both picked. Ooh. The thing about Beyonce is when she did come back with the album, people were sort of expecting it to be like a, a multi-platinum seller that would house six or seven hit singles. Hasn't really panned out that way commercially. Mm. But I think um, it was certainly a return to, you know, brand Beyonce after, I suppose, the difficult uh, album. She had like Lemonade and then she had the album with the Carters, which I know that you particularly like, Matt. But this was Beyonce reclaiming her throne uh, as well as reclaiming some uh, some music of her heritage as, you know, sort of the dance floor queen. Ooh. Let's hear a little bit of Break My Soul. There's a whole lot of people in the house Trying to smoke with a yak in your mouth And we back outside You said you outside, but you ain't that outside Worldwide hoodie with the mask outside In case you forgot how we act outside That's a great start to the albums of 2022. Beyonce, Break My Soul from Renaissance. You've both also gone for Harry Styles and Harry's house. John, why? Um, Because he has, uh, to quote a wise man, done a George Michael. Mm. He has sort of uh, emerged from the shadows of a a teeny bopper boy band who, incidentally, were very good song-wise. And he has established himself as a solo male superstar. Yeah. Um, I think it would be coy of, of anybody who's a fan of great pop music to say that they didn't rate Harry Styles in 2022. Um, the album was just a joy from start to finish. Um, he has a, an incredible team around him. He is, I suppose, an average enough singer, but he's got lots of personality in his voice. I've actually preferred the second single uh, to As It Was. I preferred uh, Late Night Talking to As It Was. I th- thought it was more immediate. But that's what we have a bit from. Great. I've never been a fan of change But I'd follow you to any place If it's Hollywood or Bishop's Gate I'm coming to Why did you pick it, Dee? I mean, like, very similar reasons to John. Like, I think this album, um, you know, he'd had an incredible track record as a solo artist before, but I think this album sort of kind of really carves out his place in the history books as being part of a generation of artists that when you think back on this period, you won't be able to not soundtrack it with Sarah, with the Harry Styles, much in the same way that you mentioned George Michael. Like, if you think of the 80s, you think of George Michael mm. in that way. And I think this is what that album has has really solidified for him. 
Some listener messages coming into 0874100102. Gronya Bruce says, I saw the specials only this summer in Trinity College yeah. and they were as good as oh, they wow. were in their heyday. And Gary Bean says, the ghost hunt by the specials made an episode of Father Ted where the priest DJ yeah. turned up with only one record and it was the specials, Ghost Town. Yeah. Still didn't manage to ruin it though. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Another one says, why on earth do radio and other media outlets boast so much about Beyonce? She's no role model for young children. The lyrics of most of her songs are disgraced and proactive. Why isn't the media talking about real role models like Taylor Swift or Lady Gaga? Music from the really talented. Why not, does, but why does the musician have to be a role model? She's not obsessed well. the street. She's a good musician. <laughs> but I would absolutely tune in to an episode of Sesame Street with her as a yeah, guest. Yeah. Okay. Can't let's you just go. be yourself? Yeah. Let's go for more picks. John, you have what I haven't done picks of the year this year. If I had, I would have put this one in. Mm-hmm. The smile, a light for attracting attention. Yeah, now I'll be honest. I mean, part of the reason that I was looking forward to this album so much is because it's two-fifths of Radiohead and we haven't had a Radiohead album since 2016. Um, and also I was willing it to be great. But the good news is that it is great. I thought I might listen to it one or two times, but I've listened it needs- to it. More listening than that, does. it grows, yeah. which yeah. is, I think, always a sign of a great album. Yeah. Is the one that you're listening to it the first few times, yeah, okay. And then as you get more used to it and you get all the layers yeah. of what's going on, it's terrific. It's like Chris Rea uh, versus Dire Straits, you know, they'll do until the new Radiohead album comes along. But um, I, I really, really like the album. I have gone back to it again and again and again. It is Tom and Johnny from uh, Radiohead. And, you know, a lot of the Radiohead hallmarks are there, but I think what they were able to do here was make the album that they wanted without the huge expectation of it being the new Radiohead album. So hopefully it would have cleared out their heads a bit and, you know, we will get a new Radiohead album. But on its own merits, very, very good. Let's hear a little bit of The Smoke. of the year definitely well done John good choice the smile a light for attracting attention D your next choice is CMAT yeah so if my wife knew I'd be dead I think this is one of those albums that I'm going to be listening to for many many years to come Um, I had absolutely loved her EP that she put out before that but she's just to me she's just a really really special artist she's managed to make country pop cool in a way that it's been a long time since anybody else has done there's a real irony and humour to her lyrics that I just love Um, one of my friends actually earlier this year was horrified to discover she's only in her mid-twenties when I explained that to her um, uh, because she couldn't understand it because all of her cultural references are from another era like there's a song called Peter Bogdanovich there's another called Groundhog Day so she assumed that she was the same age as us and I was like no love the only reason she has those references are you know they're ironic yeah She's, she's making a joke out of us. Uh, but regardless of that, um, yeah, I just absolutely love it. And I, I can't wait to see what the next year has for her as well. Well, the track we have is I Don't Really Care For You.
Okay, that is CMAT. Uh, if My Wife Knew I'd Be Dead is the album. Now, your next choice, John, is one you got very excited mm. about when it came out in the middle of the year and also when we had its lead singer as a guest on The Culture Club. Yeah, when, So it's Joe Elliott and Def Leppard. Yeah, when I heard there was a new Leopard album coming in 2022, I was cock-a-hoop. And, uh, but, you know, it, it was seven years since their last album, which I thought was an OK album. I was like, OK, what are they going to come up with seven years later, complete, recorded completely in lockdown, all separate from each other. But then I heard the riff from, I think, the track that we're going to take. It's The track is Take What You Want. The album's Diamond Star Halos. And they just, they're utterly comfortable being Def Leppard. And this is the sort of album that I wanted from them in 2022. Listen to the crunchy riff. Unreconstituted rock and roll is just the best. Jeff Leppard, take what you want from Diamond Star Halos. There's a breakdown in the middle of that song as well where it, it's just, it goes quiet, loud, quiet. It's just absolutely brilliant. Okay, you've gone for Wet Leg as your next choice. Too. Yes, Wet Leg's debut album, just to really, really hammer it home for John, was called Wet Leg. Oh, <laughs> crap name for a band. Good uh, band though. Yeah, but I mean, it actually, it really does suit their whole vibe, which is kind of like... Boring. No, that, that, that they're almost like bored by the idea of being in a band and just having a bit of crack. Up. And just having a bit of crack with it for the sake of it. And that comes across in their music, you know. They're like, I just, I, I think their lyrics, again, it's more women being funny, but they're very, very witty and they have a, a, a real sort of detached, um, kind of style to their, their performances. And I've, I've just really enjoyed, um, that album this year. And I think they're another one that, that will go from strength to strength. And what amuses me about them as well is that they do sound like something that would have come out around 2004 in 2005 uh, the likes of Art Brute or something like that um, and it's just it's it's kind of amusing in a way to see that being the what's being rehashed From the album Wet Leg by Wet Leg and I'm saying that a couple of times just to get John annoyed <laughs> here's Chaise Long Is your mother worried? Would you like us to assign someone to worry your mother? Excuse me What? Excuse me Telling myself for desperately trying to work out where we've heard that before and something else. Yeah. I can't. I can't, but no. I know. What I've was heard it? The drum beat? No, just that. Yeah, and singing that. 
I, I, that's going to be at me all evening yeah, trying yeah. to work out. You it text is. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll be at Westlife, so well, I won't be disturbing yeah. you yeah. at that. Uh, Jack White is your next choice. You had two albums out this year, Fear of the Dawn, but you've gone for Entering Heaven Alive. Yeah, uh, Jack White, of course, in completely in love with music and making music and everything to do with the whole process of creating music with, uh, with Third Man Records. Um, the second of two albums, just three months apart. Um, and this is the sort of the quieter, more reflective of the two. Um, he did want to bring them out together, but uh, apparently because of uh, vinyl shortages, he wasn't able to. So uh, it wasn't a plan that he'd have t- albums three months apart. But this is Entering Heaven Alive. Um, sort of reflective, contented Jack White, I think. And the track is If I Die Tomorrow. That's uh, Jack White, If I Die Tomorrow from Entering Heaven Alive. One listener says, Wet Leg comes from the fact that they're both from the Isle of Wight Ooh. and everyone there calls mainlanders wet legs as they have to hop off the ferry. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. Uh, and another one says, Kim Wilde's Kids of America. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I can sort of get what that listener's it coming from. It's not the one I was thinking. No, no. Okay, your next choice, D, is... Let me see where I have it here. Yes, the yeah, yeah, yes, cool it down. Yeah, well, and not just because the last band we were talking about references music of the early noughties, but this is a band I was actually listening to back then. Uh, yeah, this is their first record in nine years. Um, is pretty different to a lot of what they what had come before for them. Um, and I just loved it. And I think it's kind of it's one of those albums where y- you hear it. It's from a band that you know you've you've really really loved over a long time, and you kind of step away from it and go, God, if I'd never heard of them before, I'd still really really like this. And uh, kind of the stand out uh, for a lot of people has been spitting off the edge of the world which is with Perfume Genius but there's loads of really cool stuff on it like there's even a spoken word track called Mars which is really cool as well. Let's hear spitting on the edge of the world. Okay, that's a yeah, yeah, yes. Now we're getting lots of suggestions as to what that wet leg song sounds like. Courtney Barnett is another mm. one. Uh, Lizzo, about damn time. That's the one I just thought of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Another one says Shay's long sounds like hard to explain by the Strokes. It does beat wise, yeah. 
Listen, all, all all those cultural touch points for everyone. What Another a great one pick, says guys. it's like Beastie Boys <laughs> sabotage. Yes, mm. I can hear that. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. I'll tell you this: there are no dry cleaning, wet leg, or printer clips, or sideboard, <laughs> or ironing board, or. God, Listen, when, cheer up. Go and enjoy Westlife with your daughter tonight. You'll have great yeah. fun at that. John Cadell and D-Ready, thank you very much for being with us here on The Last Word throughout the year and we look forward to lots of Tuesday nights talking music throughout the new year in 2023. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here.